A positive takeaway from the COVID era of the NFL came late last week. We discussed the biggest hurdle the Buccaneers are going to face in 2022, and trash talk for the match is already getting a little personal. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but of course you can check out my co-host David Harrison, all the things he's doing over at BucksGameDay.com. You can check out my written work over at BucksNation.com. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Or maybe you're watching or listening to us while you're grilling out here on a Memorial Day Monday. Uh, as a bread delivery guy, buns have been flying off the shelves. I know lots of barbecues are planned for over the weekend. So I hope you all are enjoying the time off work and with your families. Today's episode, of course, is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So late last week, the NFL and NFLPA made some adjustments to the practice squad and injured reserve ahead of the 2022 season. And part of that change, we get to thank COVID for. So Ian Rappaport tweeting out last week that teams can now have up to 10 free agent players with less than two accrued seasons in addition to up to six free agent players that have no limit on their accrued seasons uh, placed on the practice squad. So veteran players can be placed on the practice squad. They can be plucked away by other NFL teams just like before, but these players can be kept on the practice squad until they've been elevated to the game day roster three times. At that point, they have to be promoted to the 53-man roster. So some expansions now on the limitation of the practice squad. It, you know, you take Richard Sherman, for example, who came in off the street, started playing with the Buccaneers, promptly got injured. But in this situation now, Richard Sherman could be placed on the practice squad, get his feet wet, start to understand the, the offense before he's elevated or I'm sorry, the defense before he's elevated to a game day roster. So some of these older veterans that are still floating out there at the beginning of the season, you might see start to get placed on some practice squads as some insurance and, you know, eventually become part of the 53 man roster, but they're really starting to expand who can be on practice squads uh, compared to the way things used to be, where it was essentially people that hadn't played in regular season games, you know, guys like Ryan Griffin or, or things of that nature. Yeah. He's been in the league for a long, long time, but hasn't had any regular season action. So he's still qualified for that practice squad. You know, all, all types of different scenarios now beginning to unfold. So you're going to start to see practice squads have a few more names that are recognizable compared to years past. Now, in addition to those changes, the NFL has instructed that teams must be down 
to their 53-man roster by August 30th, with initial cuts beginning August 16th. At that point, the rosters are going to go from 90 to 85. Then they're going to go to 85 to 80 on August 23rd. And then by August 30th, you got to go from 80 down to 53. The biggest change that people are are probably going to be somewhat excited about. You never want to see a player get injured, of course, but we have COVID to thank for this change because of some of the the COVID lists and the and the rules of being able to, you know, reactivate players after they've been injured or placed on these certain reserve lists. Uh, it has now expanded the NFL's injured reserve rules, I guess, for for lack of a better term. So. You can now, teams can now designate eight players to return from injured reserve. Remember, it used to be just one. There was only one player that went down that you could place on injured reserve. And when you did that, you say, this is our guy designated to return. And anybody else you lost to injured reserve, you lost for the rest of the season. So this all stems from the, the COVID rules changes and the different reserve lists that, that they had. And the players that are placed on that reserve list will still get that 21-day practice period before they are officially activated back to the team roster. What this is now going to do for NFL teams is it creates a lot of flexibility. You're not going to see someone go down in week one with an injury that's going to take eight to ten weeks you know, to recover from. And the team says, well, just shut them down the rest of the year. We need to keep that designation in case something else happens. What you'll see is now, you know, some of these guys that get hurt early in the year, they can come back late in the regular season into the playoffs if their team is so lucky as to make it. Now, if Tom Brady, you know, we all obviously hope this doesn't happen, but if Tom Brady goes down in week one and it looks like he won't be back until week 12 or 13, the Buck season is probably not going to end in a in a postseason berth anyway. But if you see, you know, like Sean Murphy bunting last year, let's take that as an example. You know, he can be, you know, a guy injures his elbow. He can be placed on injured reserve. They can designate him to return by week 10, week 12, whatever it is. And then they still have seven other guys that they can work with and they can you know, maneuver and and be able to call back up. So if you lose a Leonard Fournette, if you lose a Vita Vea, if you lose a Devin White, it's not the end of the world. They're not out for the rest of the season. They are going to be able to come back. And that's one of the changes that we saw over the course of the last couple of seasons with all of the COVID protocols and all the different adaptations that the NFL had to go through in order to get the seasons played. I think this is a phenomenal change. This is the NFL has needed to do this for years. It's unfortunate that it took COVID to push them to this this solution or or to this uh, this rule change, but it's needed to happen for a long time. And all it's going to do is benefit the NFL. You're not going to lose star players for entire seasons if they have a six to eight to ten week injury. You know, in week four, in week six, because now you're getting these star power players, these these marquee names back in the postseason if something were to happen to them, whereas before you wouldn't have. This is a absolutely phenomenal move by the NFL. I was really excited to see that get announced. I'm sure those of you that saw it were excited, and if you're just now hearing about it for the first time, you should be excited. All this is going to do is ensure a better product on the field on Thursdays, Sundays, and Mondays 
for the 2022 regular season and beyond. Now, we are going to discuss the biggest hurdle that the Buccaneers have to overcome in the 2022 season in just a moment. But first, our partners at Bet Online continue to impress and continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about all of the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Make sure you're also checking out Locked On Sports Today daily podcasts covering the biggest sports stories hosted by Peter Bukowski, free and available wherever you're listening or watching this show right now. So you take a look at the Buccaneers' upcoming season. You figure it's probably Tom Brady's last. You figure that championship window that they have is probably closing. Now, of course, that depends on what they're able to do with the quarterback position in the offseason following the 2022 season. But no matter what they do, it's not going to be Tom Brady. So the odds of them getting a championship caliber quarterback in their first offseason without Tom Brady, not great. Now, stranger things have happened. We just saw an offseason where Russell Wilson was traded. We saw all these defensive players go to the AFC West. We saw Deshaun Watson get traded. We've had offseasons where Brett Favre got traded or uh, Peyton Manning changed teams or Matthew Stafford gets traded. All kinds of things can happen. So I'm not ruling it out completely. But you know, and I know, that the Buccaneers championship hopes hang on the quarterback position. They got talent all over the field, but quarterback is the most important position on the field, and nobody that they bring in is going to be Tom Brady. So, Devin White said it. Shaq Barrett said it. This is Super Bowl or bust. So, what is the biggest hurdle in order for the Buccaneers to be able to win their second championship in three years, their third championship in franchise history? Quite simply, they absolutely have to beat the Rams. You can talk about the problems they've had with the New Orleans Saints. You could talk about losing the regular season games to them in 2021. You can talk about losing the regular season games to them in 2020. They still beat them in the playoffs. They still, in at least recent memory, have beaten the New Orleans Saints. And they did it in New Orleans. Yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Rams in an absolute shootout back in 2019. I think it was like 55 to 49 or something ridiculous. However, the Rams have the Bucs number, especially in the playoffs. Going all the way back to 1979 in the NFC Championship, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have never beaten the St. Louis or the Los Angeles Rams in the playoffs. The Bucs have also lost eight of their last nine against the Rams, including three in a row 
which includes last year's divisional matchup. Tom Brady, as the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has not beaten the Rams. And it didn't matter if it was Matthew Stafford or Jared Gurf. They can't seem to be able to beat the Rams. Now the Rams are the NFL's measuring stick, right? They are the defending champions. They went all in and then some. Their owner is standing up on a podium saying F them picks because they traded all of them. They don't have Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. Doesn't mean he won't return, but as of right now, they don't have him anymore. They bring in Allen Robinson to replace Robert Woods. So now you got Allen Robinson and you got Cooper Cup. They are just as formidable as they were before. Their defense is just as good. They still have Jalen Ramsey. They still have Aaron Donald. They still have one of the better defensive units with a lot of underappreciated and unsung heroes on that defense because all anybody ever does is exactly what I just did. Mentions Aaron Donald, mentions Jalen Ramsey, and then that's about it. But the Rams are an elite NFL team. They didn't win the Super Bowl by accident. You could make the argument that the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl by accident, and, and I use that term loosely. Of course, it wasn't an accident, but they were a hot team at the right time, and I said it leading into the Buccaneers championship back in, in 2020 that it's not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. It's not always the best team that makes it to the Super Bowl. It's about getting hot at the right time, and that's exactly what the Bengals did. Nobody was looking at the Bengals at the end of the regular season and going, that team's going to the Super Bowl. No, it was still all about Kansas City. It was still all about Buffalo. But all season long, even all the way back to when they traded for Matthew Stafford, everyone knew the Rams were going to be a problem. That hasn't changed. That has not changed at all heading into the 2022 season. So you want to talk about exercising demons. You want to talk about getting a monkey off your back. Whatever whatever cliche phrase you want to throw out there, it's not the Saints that I'm I'm worried about as far as the Buccaneers being able to get back to a championship. And, and, and don't worry, we'll get to the Saints later on. We got plenty of time to talk about this upcoming schedule because the Saints are legit. You could say anything you want about Jameis Winston. You could say anything you want about Alvin Kamara's legal issues. That defense is still legit. Their receiving core has gotten much better, much better with the return of Michael Thomas and the addition of Jarvis Landry. So the Saints are a problem. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. But the measuring stick, the hurdle that the Buccaneers have not been able to overcome is the Rams. Can't beat them in the postseason ever. Ever. I know all of you are thinking about the 99 NFC Championship right now. The Bird Emanuel catch? Yes, it was a catch. They We still, because of that play, we still don't know what a catch in the NFL is because they've changed the rule every other year since that game because that was a catch. The greatest show on turf. You guys scored like 11 points. 
So when it comes time for the Rams game, that is the moment. That is the catalyst for the 2022 Tampa Bay Buccaneers season. David mentioned it last year after the Rams beat them in the regular season. And he said, honestly, the biggest mistake the Rams made was winning that game because now they're going to have the confidence going into the postseason where they will inevitably face the Bucs and they're going to say, we've already beaten these guys and the Bucs are going to end up winning. Almost happened. We're talking about blown coverage in the final seconds of the game or that game goes to overtime with all of the momentum on Tampa's side in what was one of the greatest comebacks in playoff history. If the Bucs completed that comeback, I don't know the exact ranking, but I'm guessing that would have been top five of the biggest comeback ever in a postseason game in NFL history. I think number one is the Houston Oilers uh, in a playoff game that they were in. Um, then, of course, you have the 28-3 Super Bowl. Um, but that two two blown plays on the defensive side of the ball in the closing seconds. And the Buccaneers, if they win that game, they win the Super Bowl. There's no question in my mind. They win the Super Bowl. The Bengals matched up really well against the Rams and were able to make it a game. They would not have matched up as well against the Bucs. Even without Chris Godwin. Even without Antonio Brown. But now the Bucs are heading into the 2022 season. Devin White has already talked about it. It's May. And he's already talked about what do we have to do to beat these guys? It's already in his head. So not only do you have the hurdle of having to try to beat the Los Angeles Rams for the first time in, you know, three years, but before that, before their, their win in 2019, the last time they beat the Rams was 2010. Talking about one time in the last 12 years that the Buccaneers have beaten the Rams. So not only is it a hurdle to beat them in the regular season, now it's a mental hurdle because a captain of your team is already thinking about what do we have to do to beat these guys? That's the biggest hurdle. 100%, no doubt in my mind, it's the Los Angeles Rams. The Buccaneers beat the Los Angeles Rams this year in the regular season. I'm locked on Bucks. David, you're not allowed to veto me because you're not here. Stamp it, guarantee Bucks win the Super Bowl. That's how confident I am that that is the catalyst. That is the moment where they are either going to rise to the occasion or they're going to falter. And in that moment, we will know if the Buccaneers are hoisting a Lombardi trophy come February. Coming up in just a moment, we are going to talk about something that is happening on Wednesday involving Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady, as well as Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Coming up in just a moment. Wrapping things up here on a Monday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And two days from now, well, if you're watching this on YouTube on Sunday night, three days from now. But for those of you listening on the podcast feed, two days from now, 
on Wednesday night. The match is happening with the teams of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And the trash talk is already beginning to fly. Now, again, David, buddy, I love you, but I get to talk golf because you're not here to stop me because David doesn't like golf, could not care less. But for those of you that have watched the match before, you know that it's more than just watching golf. It's extremely entertaining. There's constant banter between the participants. There's trash talk between the participants and the hosts and the analysts. They're, they have people calling in during the match to talk to these players. It's an incredibly entertaining you know, couple of hours to spend in front of the television on a, on a Wednesday night. Now, I understand. I understand as much as any of you out there, you're saying, James, Wednesday night is going to be game one of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Tampa Bay Lightning and some other team that is going to lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning. How can you expect us to watch golf? DVR it. DVR it. I'm not even kidding. DVR the match. Go back and watch it later because it doesn't matter who wins. It absolutely does not matter who wins. The comedic factor of watching the match all the way back since it was Tiger versus Phil on, uh, it was the day after Thanksgiving. That was the very first one. And that one got a little serious. That one, they started off kind of poking fun and joking, but the later they got into it, the more serious both of them got. But then you had Tiger uh, teaming up with, um, I can't even remember. Oh, he teamed up with Peyton Manning and then faced Phil Mickelson and Tiger and, and Tom Brady. And um, it, it's, it's super entertaining. I do highly recommend it. But some of the examples as to why it's so entertaining is the trash talk that is already starting. It's already starting. So you have a foursome of elite quarterbacks preparing to hit the links in Las Vegas. And Josh Allen, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills on team Allen Mahomes, said, quote, Aaron and Tom, they were my favorite quarterbacks growing up. So it is kind of it is kind of surreal to be in this situation playing with them. There's a fine line of how far I can go with the trash talking. I don't want to upset anybody too much, but I want to get under Tom's skin and force Tom to make some bad putts. End quote. Okay, Josh. See, Tom Brady is not worried about uh, upsetting anybody. And he's already trying to get under your skin. Beyond golf. And Greg Allman tweeted this out uh, where Brady decided to answer back. And he said, I'm going to edit this because there is some, some language. Um, but Tom Brady said, quote, golf trash talk is a little different than pro football trash talk. Josh really hasn't backed much up on the football field in his career, let's be honest, especially playing against me. Whoa. Okay. So this is beyond golf trash talk. Already Tom Brady just straight up said, dude, you haven't done anything on the football field. What makes you think that you're going to do anything to me uh, on the golf course? This is a guy that was a coin flip away from going to the AFC championship. He is one of the most electric 
quarterbacks in the NFL. And we all know where the Buffalo Bills are if Josh Allen is not there. And that is in the cellar, in the basement. They are the worst team in that division if Josh Allen is not there. And Tom Brady just straight up said, you haven't done a single thing, especially when you've played me. That was a game that went to overtime where the Bucs let a massive lead slip away. And then Brashad Perryman was the overtime hero. So he's he's done some things going up against Tom Brady, uh, at least recently. But these are the kinds of, of quips that you're going to get during the match on Wednesday night. And that is at 6.30 p.m. It'll be on TNT. They are playing at the Wynn Golf Club in Las Vegas. It's the only golf course on the Strip. So the sites are going to be really cool. Uh, it'll be really neat seeing all the all the uh, Vegas stuff right there in the backdrop. And with that, uh, this episode is going to come to an end. So we thank you for making Locked On a Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no offseason for the real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I will be back tomorrow. David is not going to be... Uh, not going to be joining me on tomorrow's episode either. So I will be back. Please send me your topic ideas or your questions by uh, emailing us at lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com or give me a call at 813 444 5841. Leave a voicemail and become part of the show. For David Harrison, I am James Jarko. Check out all of my written work over at bucksnation.com. David, of course, is over at bucksgameday.com. And follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here at LockedOnBucks. <laughs>